Welcome to these podcasts coming to you from From These Shores. My name is Owen Walton and I'm a Bible teacher. It's my heart and desire to help people to understand the Word of God through clear teaching. And uh, we cover a, v- a range of series in these teachings and we get a lot of content that we're going to help people to understand. So I would encourage you to subscribe and share these with your friends. Also, if you want more information about this ministry, you can find it uh, at fromtheseshores.com. And uh, we do a range of teaching through the podcast. I also do live teaching online over YouTube and Facebook by video. And also meetings around different places, regular Bible teaching meetings. Now, we've been doing a series on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the purpose of the series is, one, to help people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And two, to help people who have already received help other people. Because sometimes people have questions and uncertainties. They might have heard different things said in the church. For example, they might have heard that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not very important or it's not for everybody. And I've answered both of those questions already in the previous two uh, podcasts in the series. So we're going through this step by step, looking at different questions and answering them to help people get clarity. Today, I want to talk about uh, the question of do we have to wait uh, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit? How long after a person receives Jesus and becomes a Christian should they be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Now, I'm indicating there that it's two experiences and I'm going to be doing next uh, the next podcast, I'll look at the fact is, is this two experiences? Is there a separate experience after salvation? And we'll look at that from the scriptures. But uh, for now, we're going to cover it the other way around. And I just want to look at, does, do we have to wait? And if so, how long? Now, a lot of times people, when it comes to waiting for the Holy Spirit, quote Acts chapter 1, some things that Jesus said. So let's look at this. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 4, and five, Jesus, uh, he's been raised from the dead and he's about to be received up into heaven. And this is some of his final instructions to uh, his disciples who then became the apostles. Now, Jesus, as part of his final instructions recorded at the end of Matthew and the end of Mark, we have what we call the Great Commission, where Jesus said, go, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And uh, this record in Acts chapter one is also part of what Jesus said part of those final instructions. So Jesus had told them, go preach. But now he says to them, wait. That's interesting. He says, go. Then he says, but before you go, wait. So let's look at why they had to wait and what the waiting was all about. Acts chapter 1 and verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So here Jesus indicates that the reason they are to wait is they are to wait for the promise of the Father. And he said, which you have heard from me. And you'll see in in John chapter 14, 15, and 16, before Jesus went to the cross, he gave them quite in-depth teaching about the Holy Spirit. So he had already talked to them about the Holy Spirit and the promise and the fact that the Holy Spirit was coming. And now he says, you need to wait for him. And uh, and he refers to this as the as as you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So here we see the the reference to why we call this the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But let's look at this. Jesus said to wait. Now, some people say, oh, you see, Jesus said we must wait, so we must wait. And they end up waiting year after year after year, and they're always waiting. 
And uh, it's amazing how people can follow part of an instruction and not all of it. Gee, in this verse, if this was to apply to us, this waiting, and I'm going to cover that in just a moment, then we need to, to follow the full instruction. Jesus, the full instruction is this. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. So if you're going to wait, you need to do it in Jerusalem. <laughs> and uh, I, please don't rush all, rush to buy air tickets to Jerusalem thinking that's the only place you can receive the Holy Spirit because uh, after Acts chapter 2, we saw, we, see, we saw a number of groups who received the Holy Spirit and they were not in Jerusalem. Uh, in, in Ephesus, even, even uh, Paul, Saul himself, received in Damascus and other people, they weren't in Jerusalem. So this instruction, do not depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, we need to analyze this a little bit more and see what is going on. The other thing is that's verse 4. Verse 5, which I read to you, uh, says, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So right after telling them, wait, the next thing Jesus says is it's not going to be many days. In other words, he doesn't say wait for years. He specifically just indicates it is a short term wait for a few days. Now, let's look at why. What's going on here? What are they waiting for? Well, the answer is found a little bit further in Acts chapter 2 when, when the Holy Spirit is actually poured out. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1 says this. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, the day of Pentecost, and this is then when the Holy Spirit is poured out. They were not waiting for the Holy Spirit as such. They were waiting for a specific day. Uh, in the prophetic calendar of God's events, you see in the Old Testament, God had set up the feasts and festivals of Israel, and those feasts and festivals pointed to things. There was the Passover, and there was Pentecost, and there were others, and they were all prophetic and part of God's timetable. Now, Jesus died. Jesus was crucified around uh, the Passover, around the time of the Passover. And uh, we know that he, 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 was, he was in the grave for a few days and uh, then rose again. And the day of Pentecost in the Jewish calendar, pent has got to do with five. The day of Pentecost was 50, five zero, 50 days after the Passover. That never changed. It was always 50 days. And so from the Passover, which is when Jesus died on the cross, he was, then in the, he was then dead for a few days, rose from the dead. The Bible then tells us toward the end of the Gospels that Jesus appeared to his disciples for 40 days, 4-0. So from Passover, at least 40 and possibly 42, 43, if you count the time Jesus was, 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 was dead, between 40 and 43 days have already passed by the time Jesus gives them this instruction to wait in Jerusalem. In other words, they were not going to be waiting very long because the day of Pentecost was between seven and ten days away. It wasn't that far. And so they were specifically waiting because the day of Pentecost is the day that God had ordained that the Holy Spirit would be poured out. So they waited. The waiting was for that day in the prophetic calendar. But after that time, in Acts, you never see anybody waiting again. So we've got to be very careful about taking instructions and trying to apply them in a way they were not applied. 
Jesus, that instruction about waiting was specifically to that group because they were waiting for the day of Pentecost. That doesn't mean that from that point forward, everybody who received the Holy Spirit had to wait for the day of Pentecost because that's the only day people could receive. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It meant that once he was poured out on the day of Pentecost, he's here, he's available. And from that day forward, all those hundreds and couple of thousand years ago, from that day forward, he is here, he's available and people don't have to wait anymore. And in fact, if we look at the other examples in Acts, you'll find out that there was no waiting. Uh, Let's go through some of these again. I'm going through these passages. We're going to repeat them through this series. So you become very familiar with these different accounts of people, individuals and groups receiving the Holy Spirit. As I said, there's five in the book of Acts. We've just looked at Acts chapter 2 briefly. The next one one I'm going to refer to is Acts chapter 8, which I won't refer to right now. But Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9 is when Saul received the Holy Spirit. We've already read this in the previous podcast, but we saw that Saul had a a vision of Jesus on, on the way to Damascus, and he received Jesus. He yielded his life. He said, Lord, what do you want me to do? He then went into the city and God sent a man named Ananias to him to pray for him. Now, there's no indication that five, ten years have gone past here. This is the next event. This is right afterwards. But this is a matter of a couple of days maximum. Uh, Saul has gone into the city right after his visitation, right after he received Jesus. And in verse 17, Ananias went his way, entered the house, and laying hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, and then he prayed for him and Paul received. There's no indication there of any waiting. Uh, We see the same thing in in Acts chapter 19. Uh, Well, I've jumped over Acts chapter 10. There's no waiting in Acts chapter 10. We'll do some more teaching on Acts chapter 10 in one of the later podcasts. But there's no waiting there either. Acts chapter 19 is in Ephesus again. In Ephesus, Paul is gone. He finds these disciples. I've mentioned these in the, in the previous parts of the series, but he finds them. He asks them, have you received the Holy Spirit? Then he realizes that they've never even received Jesus. They're just still disciples of John. So he preaches the gospel to them, gets them, gets them to receive Jesus. Acts chapter 19 and verse 5. Uh, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they received Jesus. Verse 6, the very next verse. There's no waiting And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. In that verse, that passage, there is no waiting. So out of the five examples we have in the book of Acts, the waiting only applied to the first one. Never, none of the other four was there any waiting. Uh, And in fact, in the other four, we see that as soon as people receive Jesus, the next top priority was for them to receive the Holy Spirit. See, in in the church, in the book of Acts, they didn't have people who received Jesus and then waited years or, or spent their entire life never being baptized in the Holy Spirit. The church in that day treated this as a top priority. Once they've received Jesus, the next thing is to make sure that they get baptized in water and receive the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit, so that right on at the start of their Christian lives, they've got all of these. They didn't even delay water baptism. These days, people become Christians and then three or four years later, they get baptized in water. That's not the pattern in the Bible. This is a modern idea that we have developed. 
So people say, well, you know, I'm not really ready to be water baptized. I'm not good enough. No, that's not the issue. Uh, the blood of Jesus makes you good enough, and then we get water baptized. It's not about us. It's not about our performance. And it's the same thing with the baptism and the Holy Spirit. People say, I'm not holy enough. I'm not good enough. There's nothing in any of these passages we've read about the people had to be good enough or they had to show they were good Christians before they received the, the Holy Spirit. There was no time for them to show they were, they were good Christians because they got born again. And then next, next on the list was get them baptized in the Holy Spirit. There was no delay. So they didn't have to prove they were good Christians before they could receive the Holy Spirit. This happened. This was the top priority. Get them baptized. So do we have to wait today? The, the biblical answer is no. There's no wait. Once you receive Jesus into your life, then the next thing you should do is find out, find someone who can pray for you to get you to receive the Holy Spirit. And if you really can't find anyone, then pray for yourself. But ideally, it, it does help when someone else prays you and will praise for you because they can help you receive. So we'll we'll look at that a little bit later on when we go through the practical steps. But just realize you don't have to wait. Take the steps. Re realize that Jesus has cleansed you in his blood and you don't have to be good enough to be water baptized and you do not have to be good enough to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. These are gifts from God at just like salvation is, is a gift because God has made us good enough. And just in relation to that, I'll say this briefly as I end up today. People say, you know, which should happen first? Well, we've got three things. We've got receiving Jesus, we've got water baptism, and we've got baptism in the Holy Spirit. Uh, and you'll find in, in these examples and acts that there's no specific order for water baptism or the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Obviously, the first thing is that you can't be baptized in the Holy Spirit until you've received Jesus. So the first thing is, the first out of those three, the first one is to, to receive Jesus. But once someone has received Jesus, there's no specific order for water baptism or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They can happen in any order. In Acts chapter 10, the, in Cornelius' house, they received the Holy Spirit and then only afterwards were water baptized. And in some of the other examples, we see the same thing. Uh, there's, there's no indication it has to be a specific order between those two. Just get them both done. Just get make sure we receive and do everything. Now, we... Uh, we hopefully are starting to answer some questions and give you some understanding from the scriptures and equipping you with some things that you can use to help other people. And we're going to start answering some other questions still in the, in the next few podcasts. And we're going to look at the factors of this being two separate experiences, salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about why it's two separate experiences and help you to get some clarity about uh, that particular side of things. Because again, there's been confusion about that. And we'll look at the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the work he does through salvation and the work that he does through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, then we'll start giving some practical steps that you can help people. So by the end of this, you should have a lot of answers to questions. Now, I realize I haven't spoken about tongues yet, and there's going to be some questions about that. So we're going to address that separately after we've specifically just talked about the baptism itself. So thank you very much for listening to these podcasts, and I trust you're enjoying them. I certainly enjoy making them, and it's my passion to teach the Word of God. I love teaching the Bible, and I love helping people to understand and get clarity. So look at the scriptures that I've referred to. If necessary, listen to these podcasts again and check, it, check the scriptures for yourself and go and see in the Word of God what I'm saying. I don't want people just getting opinion out of this. And I don't want people just getting religious ideas. I want us to see in the word of God and to know that this is what the Bible is saying. 
and get clarity in the scriptures. My heart is that people know the Bible for themselves so they can recognize what God is actually saying. So God bless you, and I thank God for his grace and his blessing upon you uh, over the next few days, and get ready for the next podcast when that one comes up. Please subscribe to these, and also please check out our, the website, fromtheshores.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again soon for the next podcast.